Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. Kids today, the more well-rounded they are, the better they are. And that can be a, a kid from the city or a, a country kid, like what I deal with here in Sweet Home. You know, we get outside their comfort level once in a while and talk about city issues because they're never there. I took a busload of kids last year to a forestry competition. Eight or 10 kids had never been on I-5. And so we're going through Portland and they're thinking this is the coolest thing they've ever seen in their lives, these big buildings, because they've never been there. It's Around the House. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B. We talk everything about your home every single weekend and during the week on the podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Caroline. Eric, Eric, Eric. What's happening? Oh, man. It is Happy Benny Hinn Saturday. What? What are you talking about? I'm talking about Benny Hinn, the televangelist. He pushes everybody backwards during his thing (laughs) as he heals them where everybody has fallen back. It's time to change the clocks, people. Oh, my God. That's like when he taps you on the head and you fall down. Yeah, you know, it's kind of the bodies hit the floor guy. You know, if we wanted to put it into music, you know, he comes up to old ladies, grabs them by the face and shoves them back on the ground. And hopefully two guys catch him. I I have to say, I hate the clocks going back. I I just I thought they wanted to, like, get rid of that. Georgia was going to, like, go against the, the crowd and say no more to that. Well, yeah, but then they would have probably lost the World Series or something like that. Somebody would have protested. I just, I don't like it. I get so <laughs> depressed when it's dark and dreary and, ugh, ah, see, I need light. I know it's tough. It's tough. It's, it's one of those things where we get into this fall weather. To me, it's like the start of winter for me. So it's that fire in the fireplace. All right. Bring the snow, bring the storms. I like that. Let's enjoy it. That's the good stuff. But why does it have to yeah. be dark at four o'clock? That just makes no sense. I know. All you guys in Arizona are making fun of us right now, so I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're not changing anything. I don't know what you're talking about. See? <laughs> Maybe they have a good plan. Maybe they have a good plan. Well, one of the things I want to talk about today is some of the safety stuff we do on this weekend because, you know, everybody's like, oh, Gornson's going to be talking about smoke detectors and <laughs> carbon monoxide detectors. Yes. This is that time if you've got those old school ones that don't have the 10-year batteries that you're supposed to be changing out those 9-volt batteries and those things and getting them changed out. Mm -hmm. Right? Yes. But now here's the thing. Here's the most important thing that I want to talk about with this is smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, they have a shelf life. If your smoke detector is over 10 years old, 
you tired to change it. It's like milk. It's done. <laughs> Time to put a new one in. It's sour. <laughs> it's sour. And I got to tell you, I have this really cool customer that was so funny. And I was designing her kitchen. And we go upstairs and she was thinking about doing a remodel upstairs. And one of my favorite clients, good people, but it was so funny. The first meeting I walk up and I see the smoke detector. That's like 1975 that I remember seeing as a kid. Hot mess. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Hey, you know, um, just a quick note for safety. That smoke detector probably should have been changed out about 1985. <laughs> so they have a lifespan of 10 years. And she kindly reads me the riot act and says that she worked in fire. She was a firefighter, a captain. She worked with the fire department Whoa. for all these years. And I didn't know what I was talking about. Whoa. And I didn't argue with her. I just went, well, you know, I'd probably change that out. <laughs> the next night, the thing fails and goes beeping all night long and she doesn't get any sleep. Whoopsie. Then she does some research and found out that I was correct. And I get a call the next day. She goes, I owe you an apology. Yep, there you go. That thing should have been changed a long time ago. And I just didn't know. Fair enough. Fair hey, enough. You know, she apologized. It That's all, all that counts. Yep. She said she was sorry. Yep. And so, and we were still great, you know, get along great. It was awesome. She's a great lady, but. That's the thing. Make sure you got those things changed out. And it doesn't matter if they're hardwired or whatever they are. Um, one of my favorite smoke detectors that I have right now is my smart home one, which is my Nest Protect by Google. Hmm. So that is a smart smoke detector and carbon monoxide detector that mounts on the ceiling. You and I have talked about this in the past, but that's my favorite one right now because if I'm cooking in the kitchen and I've got this over in the dining room, so it's close to the kitchen. Cause to me, that's probably one of our most likely places for a fire in that lower level. Mm -hmm. And yeah. also being that the gas stove is right there. That's a high likelihood for carbon monoxide as well, because that's really inside the home cavity. That is my only other thing besides my furnace. that's out in the garage. That's going to have carbon monoxide. So this is on my first floor of my house. So those gonna, are the two generating ones. So that's test, the key. I'm going to test you. Do you remember what I carry in my purse at all times? Yes, I do. And? A samurai sword. Just kidding. Come on. No. Do you, you have your own personal sized carbon monoxide detector. Yes. So just remember, people, that just because the alarm goes off at that very high level doesn't mean you don't have a carbon monoxide leak. So it's important. Have your HVAC company come out and make sure you don't have a cracked heat exchanger going into the season. That's my tidbit. Amen. Yeah. Going into wintertime, guys, that is one thing, too, that I want to talk about for a second. And you brought up an excellent point. As part of this, you should have had either scheduled now or scheduling now your service appointment for your, for your furnace. Because I'll tell you this. There was two years that I didn't do this. And that was the year, the night before Thanksgiving, I had pyramid heating and cooling out <laughs> swapping out my control panel because it failed the night before Thanksgiving on that Wednesday night. Mm. And I had 20 people at the house the next day and I had no heat. Nice. So make sure you get them out there to do that. Hey, I, I have a little story too. A lot of people run humidifiers this time of year. 
So you need to check those to make sure, one, they're not filled up with all kinds of gunk, mold, calcium buildup. They can get clogged up and flood your furnace. The other thing is if they're not working properly, you can get a lot of humidity blowing back into the furnace and actually rust out your ducts and also your heat exchanger, which can contribute to carbon monoxide. So just a little FYI. See, we're the, we're the, this is our time of year where we get a quarter inch of rain every day to half inch to an inch. So we don't really run into low humidity. I wish I did. See, it's crazy. Speaking of that, we have a giveaway. (gasps) Oh yeah. It's a big prize. It's like a 1200, you guys, $1,200 giveaway. That is a serious one. So talk about it for a second. This is a killer. Okay. So we've got from Santa Fe. Santa Fe dehumidifiers, santafeproducts.com. You can go on and check it out. It's a compact 70 commercial grade dehumidifier. This thing gets down to low temperatures. So when you're in climates like Eric, where you have cold temps and high humidity, this is ideal for you or any other location where you've got cold temps and high humidity. Oh, it's great. It it could go in a garage. Absolutely. It's small. It's got, you can actually get a hang kit with it. It can float, you know, so you could put it in a garage and keep it nice and dry in there. That's a good one. Now, what's the story? Does it have a filter and stuff on it that you have to keep kind of maintain or how does that work? See, what would I do without Eric? He knows. Uh, MERV 13 (laughs) filter. So you've got MERV MERV 13 filtration with dehumidification. Oh, yes. We said MERV. (laughs) MERV is bringing sexy back with filtration. You can head over to that giveaway at aroundthehouseonline.com. That's only up through the 10th. So get after it. We're running out of time. So a few more days left on the giveaway. We'll be right back after these important messages on Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G with Around the House. Are you looking to grow your business? Need a spokesperson for your company? Maybe an MC for an upcoming trade show? Or maybe you want to up your game and shoot some promotional videos? My team of experts would love to chat with you. Head to aroundthehouseonline.com and fill out the contact us form and we'll set something up. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Around the house with Eric G and Caroline B, your source for all home home improvement information, lifestyle. We just had some music, you know, just a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. Oh my God, that was so fun. I like having musical guests. He was amazing. That was cool. A little experiment, having some fun with uh, Ari Kaman from uh, Steven Adler Band. He has just that perfect lifestyle, that rock star. I mean, he's that real... If you've ever seen the movie Rockstar, which is one of my favorite, that's like his life. They based this movie on his life. It's crazy. Yeah, it's cool. It's almost like they did, even huh. though they didn't, but it's cool. So that is good stuff. Well, we've been talking about just kind of getting ready for fall. And, you know, with the clocks changing tonight and all that stuff, you know, this is where you find out how good that technology is because your your phone changes, but maybe the microwave doesn't. You got to get that that. stuff figured out. That's always a bust. Oh, you know what always breaks me 
is the car clock. I always forget. Oh. I get in and it, every time it gets me. I'm like, oh, what? I'm an hour off. I'm an hour early. And then I'm like, yeah, oh, it's shoot. crazy. It's mm-hmm. crazy. Well, one of the things I want you to think about is kind of outdoor safety and security around your house right now with this, because, you know, as we're going into the holidays and stuff like that, making sure that you've got that porch light working, you know, making sure that you've got those outdoor lights that are powered. I mean, I'm pretty lucky because my outdoor switches, I've got the Lutron Casita stuff, so I can adjust my automatic times on my phone Hmm. for my lights. So I don't have to worry about them turning off and on. Um, and it works really well. I have that for my front porch light, which is great because it, it, it controls it really well. So that's kind of cool. You know what I mean? I can, I can just look at it and go, Oh, I need to adjust that a little bit. And I can adjust it easily on my phone. So I don't have to worry about that because, you know, I don't know. I I get busy. Sometimes I forget to turn on the light. Sometimes I forget to turn it off. You know, it's just what it is. You're all automated. It's like, you don't have to think brother. You know, well, I do. (laughs) I have to get it all hooked up. That's the hard part sometimes, but, uh, but after that, you're golden. You don't have to do anything. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to worry about it. You know, I can, I can make that as complex as I want to. I could go through and set it up so it's, you know, kind of one of those, you know, uh, where you go in and set it up. Say, okay, I want it to turn on around the time the sun comes up and goes down. I could really get into, you know, deeper programming on that with my hub and stuff. But I don't. I'm just gonna go through it and I kind of put it into fall mode so it's just on early and it you know, turns off when I want it to. So it's an easy way to do it. And it's not like you're, you know, remember those old lamp timers that you would have where you'd have to push the little things on them. Hey, we're going out of town, plug in the living room lamp. You know what I mean? But I'm laughing because I have a timer. I have a bat spotlight that I put on the house during bat season, which will come off now, but it's like this big led spotlight that shines to keep the bats away, which works great, but it's, it's on a timer. I mean, it's not a, you know, 1970s. Well, why don't you get, like, well, for instance, and I don't want to sell like a Lutron commercial because it's not one. <laughs> if you want to make it a Lutron commercial, give us a call. At, um, <laughs> <laughs> Please. Anyway, they have a plug in that you can plug in because I have it for my outside lights that controls it that same way. So you can you can set it up automatically. So it's uh, it's a smart switch that goes right and into my outside plug. Yeah, outside plug. Yeah, it just plugs in. It just like a, there's a little controller in, in line in it, so it plugs into the outlet. You plug your light, your your bat bat light in there if you want to call Batman, <laughs> and uh, puts the bat signal up on the house. You know, that's cool. and then you can turn it off and on with your phone. Oh, that's cool. Is it waterproof? Like, can it can be exterior? Yeah, it just sits outside. It'll take it. Nice. If it'll take it to my house, it'll take done. it to your house. Yeah, done. That's done. yeah. I have a fall project, so. I've got those spotlights, you know, the outdoor spotlights that are up like on a second story, you know, those like they shine down on the driveway or whatever. Oh yeah. What is the best way to change these bulbs? I mean, there's no way I'm not going up on a ladder, you know, up two stories like that. So you have any hints? Like, I mean, who do I call? I mean, nobody wants to do that. Who do I call to get that done? Electrician will come out and do it for you. Yeah. I'd have them while they're out there. I'd have them, but just put LEDs in there so you can get them to last you know, a decade if you put a decent light up there and you don't have to have to change bulbs again. Yeah, I think that's that's actually a good thing. I probably should because it's really, it's a headache. I like to change them out. I don't know the last time I changed it. I, I don't think I put an LED in there because they use. I don't think I did. It's a traditional spotlight. Yeah, so you can put the spotlights in there, um, you know, put the LED ones in there, you know, put, you know, 
with the LED and put as much light on that driveway as you want. I mean, if you wanted to make it look like daylight at midnight, you can do it. <laughs> the bats will not come after that. No. But anyway, that's one of those things you can do. And, and, and yeah, if you don't want to get up, you know, 20 something feet, and I know Vinny doesn't want to get up 20 something feet on a ladder, Mm-mm. then uh, hire, you know, hire an electrician to come out and they'll pop that in there. And since they're out there, it's not going to cost you that much more to have them put a brand new light in than to put two bulbs in. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. See, Eric's like a genius. So I, so glad. So glad I have you. There we go. I have access to Eric all the time. You guys don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. They can send a message over to roundthehouseonline.com and they have access to me and I will help you with those home improvement questions. We might even put it in the show for you. Well, one of the things too I want to talk about before we go out to break is uh, we've got some great guests here this hour. So I don't want you to change that dial because we've got coming up here in the next segment, we've got Blake Manley from Manly Jobs. I saw this cat. He is from Sweet Home High School here in Oregon, and he started creating these videos to show the kids in his classroom, in his forestry classroom, that there are other jobs out there if you don't want to go to college. It's amazing. This guy is amazing. Like, he's genius. I mean, he really is. And so I I caught him on uh, Fox and Friends in the morning, and I'm like, that dude lives not far from me. I got to get a hold of him. And now he's been on other media stuff, and... uh He's doing something really cool for the kids. And there's a lot of different people in the country doing innovative stuff. He is one of them. And so we're going to talk about that, you know, and then we've got Dave Sellinger, CEO and founder of Deep Sentinel Security System. Now, this guy's got some cool stuff. You might have seen some of his other projects. He founded things like, well, Redfin, for instance, the real estate line, you know, online company out there and so many other things. So he created this. AI-driven home security program. Now, this is something that's really in-depth, so we're going to talk to him. This is going to be security that is the wave of the future. So it's kind of this hybrid of your cameras, your sensors, with all this new stuff. And I tell you what, this is one of the most fascinating conversations we've had this year, and this is one you don't want to miss, especially with us changing the clocks, you know, making sure that we're doing all that stuff, checking the smoke detectors. With it getting dark outside a heck of a lot sooner than it has been all year long, guess what? This security is going to be something that we're all going to be talking and we're all going to be thinking about because no matter how we look at it, crime is not getting better in most places across the country. And uh, that's something that we all need to be thinking a little bit more about. All right, when we come back. Let's have some fun here and talk about the trades because we always love talking about the trades. We'll do that just as soon as we're on the house returns. And you're listening to Around the House with Eric G. To Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk home improvement every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. 
we've got a guest in the studio today that's an interesting one because even though he's probably 30 minutes from me, I watched him on Fox and Friends in the morning. I was like, <laughs> that dude's down the road. Caroline, this is pretty cool. We've got Blake Hello. Manley in the house, who is a school teacher that does a thing called Manly Jobs. Hi. Welcome, brother. Hey, thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, pretty exciting uh, to, to be on with you guys and and to promote what we're what we're doing. There are so many great things that you guys are doing. And, and you know, it's funny because there's different programs around here in my area, at least, that I can talk about that are really cool because, you know, over at Forest Grove, they've got the Viking house that they build over there and there's different programs around. And man, you're coming out and teaching kids that there is more to life than just going and starting to get into a college education that they can't afford that they don't want to go into. Yeah, I, I think one of the things that, that we're focusing on is those jobs you don't see in the everyday classroom. And some of those jobs, you know, do require a college degree or, or some advanced learning. It may not be the typical four-year university, I go to OSU, I get my degree and I go to work type thing. But we're trying to promote those jobs you don't see in the everyday classroom. So one of those examples is the, the episode that's going to be out uh, soon is about being a lineman and putting power to your house from the pole. And, and I think that's fascinating because so many people don't understand how that works. And so and, and it doesn't take a college degree to, to do that. You know, that's a you, you become an apprentice and you work your way up to a journeyman lineman and, and then you've got your you're, you're making the big bucks. And I think it's a job that you don't see in the everyday classroom. And it's super important. I mean, I know we're in the northeast, so I'm in a very congested area outside of New York City. And so we need these people and they, and we, it seems like we never have enough. Like, so I think that's so important. Wow. That's fabulous. Yeah. It's one of those jobs, uh, just speaking to that one, it's one of those jobs where you can make as much money as you want to make, or you can be as comfortable as you want to be comfort wise. Uh, some of the guys that we talked to from Pacific power, which is our local power company, you know, they work for Pacific Power because they want to, because they want to sleep in their own bed every night. They want to make a good living and they want to do something outside. It wasn't a four year degree. It wasn't big time college. They do have to go through training. They do have to become a lineman. Uh, some go through lineman school, which is a, a short program. But but they, you know, they, they yep. want to do that kind of thing. But then I talked to other guys that became linemen that travel clear around the United States and they make six figures and make a lot of money doing what they want to do, but they're not in their bed every night. So I think it's a career that a lot of people can can see themselves doing, but it's not, again, not the typical classroom environment career. But what's cool about that is a kid can get out of high school and go, okay, let me try being a lineman and then go into trade school or maybe join in union and go that route. And in a handful of years, they've got potentially no That's college nice. debt. They're making as much as no offense to you, Blake, as much more. as a school teacher is with a college education more. more. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden they're out doing well with not a dime that they owe to anybody. And uh, you know, it's, that's a trade that you can go work in all yep. 50 states and in the U.S. and get a job yep. tomorrow. And I think it's important that as we've went down the journey of manly jobs, we've looked at these kids um, 
that aren't seeing their careers in the typical classroom. And so while we focused on forestry to start with, because that's where my background comes from, you know, the Oregon freeze dry, you know, that's something you don't need a college degree. But if you if you start in early and you stick with it, by the time you're six, seven, eight, ten years in, you've got a good living. You're inside every day, which some people really like. <laughs> You know, that controlled atmosphere where it's not, you know, 115 degrees and then the next day it's, you know, 60, 10. Right? 10. <laughs> <laughs> yep. but, but I think these are careers for, for the kid that's not your your college bound kid. I still think college is important for those kids that should be going, but it's not for everybody. And I think that's the difference from my generation coming up through co- or through high school was it was Everyone needs to go. Everyone needs to do this. That's not the case anymore. We know that. And I think schools like Sweet Home, um, schools, uh, well, the state of Oregon is really focusing on that right now and, and trying to meet kids where they are and get them into successful careers that don't that don't come from the everyday classroom. And I'm, I'm going to date. I'm going to date myself too. I like agree, Aaron man. And I, we both like we were in radio programs, right? So we had a Votech. Remember the old Votech programs they used to have if you wanted to do cosmetology, maybe you wanted to do um, farming. They had those things, and then I think they kind of went extinct. I mean, I I think they there's some, but I think for the most part, schools have gone away from those programs. So I think you're kind of bringing that old school back, but in a more innovative way. Definitely, it's it's really great. It's fantastic. Yeah, and I think, uh, again, I'm going to throw credit where credit's due. The state of Oregon did a study several years ago about how to, you know, what their schools were missing, what the public education was missing. And one of the things that came out of that was career technical education was making a huge impact on the students that were taking it. And uh, the graduation rates were between 10 and 20 points higher for kids that took a full CTE credit class, whether that was welding, forestry, you know, wood shop, FFA, that, that type of thing. Oregon looked at that and they said, okay, if this is helping kids graduate, if this is helping kids get careers and, and do better, we're going to throw more money at it. And they've done that. And I think my program was built because of that. And it's influencing kids in a positive way. Like, that's awesome. But I'll say here, you know, I'm in Oregon. I'm up here in Lake Oswego, just up the, just up the road from you. Not that far away. Um, when I enrolled my daughter in high school and, uh, when she came down here to live with me about seven years ago, um, I walked into the high school here. That's the one that was closest to my house that she was going to be attended, did the whole parent night. And I'm like, Hey, uh, this art lab, what that used to be. Oh, mm-hmm. this was auto shop. All right. Um, this computer lab. Oh, that was welding. And none of those, none of those, the wood shop, all those things had been put into computer labs and things like that. That's and they horrible. had eliminated every single one of the trade classes out of the high school. And I, I went off on the radio the next week because I was just like, this is disgusting. Yeah, and I think, um, again, I think uh, last five, six, seven years, you get outside of the metro areas Mm -hmm. and these schools are really bringing these programs back because they know that's their kid. You know, 
we don't have an auto shop right now at Sweet Home, but we have a full metal metal shop, a wood shop, and my forestry program. And I think those kids, they've said it to me, they come to school lots of days mm-hmm. because they're just not sure what I'm going to do, right? And it, it's nice. anything from hydro dipping and we do European mounts in my wildlife class. You know, wow. so we're, we bring in, especially during, you know, the hunting season, we bring in a head, somebody shot a, a deer, we bring it in, we skin it out, and we actually do the taxidermy for that to be a European mount, you know, the skull mounts. And kids love it. Kids love it because it's a hands-on, and, and we bring it, we tie it all back into a career. You know, right now, the taxidermist that's just down the road from us, he's 18 months to two years out on his projects. Well, shoot, that's... That's a good job. Don't go anywhere. Around the House will return right after these important messages. Hi everybody, I'm Ari Kameen from Steven Adler's band and you are listening to Around the House with Eric G and the beautiful Caroline. Welcome back to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, your home improvement source every single weekend. Thanks for joining us. Well, today we've got a quick interview here with Blake Manley from Manley Jobs. He's been teaching all these kids in high school about all these different trades they can do without having to go out and spend a bunch of money on a college education. So let's get back to this conversation. This is going to be a lot of fun and he's doing something different that I'm not seeing done anywhere across the United States. So this is a great program for maybe you to have your kids tune into. Now make sure that you head over to aroundthehouseonline.com and make sure you enter to win for our Santa Fe dehumidifier giveaway it's about a $1,200 value so who doesn't want that for free if you need it in your home now let's get back to Blake Manley and Manley Jobs that's a great job yeah I mean I grew up in eastern Washington in the Tri-Cities and uh, we've got a radio station over there KLNA and they did a really good job they built um, back in the early 80s their own high school just for the trades in all three cities um, had it as a morning or afternoon curriculum. And that's where I did radio TV production. And I worked on 88.1 FM and uh, did my radio days there, radio TV production. I took welding there because I wanted to work on the, on the, on, on that and the college in high school, I teamed up with the college auto body program and took that because I wanted to work on my own hot rod. So it's great when places are doing it. And I, and it's, it gives me a lot of hope for our kids right now that we've got more opportunities because there's a massive shortage in the trash. Well, I agree. And I, and I think you should be uh, hopeful because I see from, from where I'm at, I'm, I'm also the, the soon to be chair of the Oregon natural resources educators association. And I see it growing. Well, uh, not that many years ago, there was six or seven programs of study for natural resources. Now we're pushing 40. And so you know, no, it's not the Lake Oswego's. They're not, they're not doing that, but you get all those outside communities yep. 
you know, that are outside the metro area, and they're really starting to push this because they know kids want it. Uh, FFA programs couldn't be stronger right now. Um, they're they're exploding and blossoming. I was an FF. I was an FFA. I was. It was funny because I had to go out of district. So what happened was you had to take. Um, my parents wanted me to go to a different district for high school, right? Just because they felt that the high school had more opportunity, it was better. So they ended up sending me to. Um, a regional high school. But in order to be there, I had to take an FFA program or one of the programs that wasn't offered at the other school, right? Otherwise you had to pay tuition. So it was fascinating. So they basically, I had to take the FFA program. And you know, the part that I think people don't even realize is that it's the exposure to the other kids too. So you're not only learning something different, right? A trade, but you're learning how to interact with a totally different group of people. And so, uh, you know, I learned about farming and what the kids on the farm were doing and, and what their lifestyles were. And it just made me a more well-rounded person in general. And then on top of it, we had a radio program. So I got to do farming, radio, and then obviously I went on to college and, and to get advanced degrees. But I mean, that just made me such a well-rounded person. So I think it's fantastic for anybody, whether you're on the college track or not, to, to really get involved with that. That's wonderful. It's so wonderful. Yeah, I think, I think you know, as we go down this rabbit hole even further, and, and hopefully Manly Jobs continues down it, but we are seeing that kids today, the more well-rounded they are, the better they are. And that can be a, a kid from the city or a, a country kid, like what I deal with here in Sweet Home. You know, we get outside their comfort level once in a while and talk about city issues because they're never there. I yeah. took a busload of kids last year to a forestry competition um, up in Klatskanai. I guess it was two years ago. Yeah, COVID kind of screws stuff up. You lose track of time. But oh, my gosh. Two, yeah, I know. Two it's years <laughs> ago. Uh, we got COVID calendar. And I, and I got eight or 10 kids yep. that had never been on I-5. Ne- never even been to I-5 before. Wow. And, and so we, we're going through Portland and they're thinking this is the coolest thing they've ever seen in their lives. These big buildings because they've never been there. And, and so it's, again, making that well-rounded. I think you're very right, Carolyn. And I, and it's good. Yeah. Okay. What's funny is, I was in Klaskenai three days ago. That's what's funny. And I never get to Klaskenai. So it's funny you bring that story up. I'm like, I was just there. And that's nope. not someplace you just yeah. roll into. That's intentional. <laughs> yes. What other, so what other types of, ahead, obviously Caroline. I saw the videos you were doing forestry, right? I mean, I saw logging, you were involved with like educating people with like logging. What other types of things are you doing besides, you know, what categories? Is it all in your genre of like the forestry or do you branch out into all kinds of different career paths? Well, I think um, moving forward, so we've stayed kind of forestry because that's what Sweet Home is. Sweet Home's built, uh, it's a logging town. And so covering those jobs, I think are very important for my student body Mm -hmm. and for the students that are using manly jobs throughout the state. Uh, We have 15 high schools that use our curriculum or our, our videos as part of their curriculum. But uh, we also did a small family farm. Uh, we've got a seed farm, a grass seed farmer out in the middle of the valley that is really interested, that wants us to come out there and, and do something. Um, and then we've got a couple connections to things on the coast that people are wanting us to do more of. And I'm, I'm game. It's just a matter of having the time to do, to do it. Uh, I think this summer, yeah, the summer episodes where it was Knife River doing the the concrete 
and the rock crushing, uh, the Oregon freeze dry, and then Pacific power with being a lineman. I think that kind of gets outside of that mold of forestry only, which is a good thing. Um, we did a machine shop in, yeah. in Eastern Oregon, uh, Eagle Carriage, which again is tied to the forestry industry, but they do a lot more than that at this point. And I, I think, you know, as we grow, hopefully, as we grow, we'll continue to do more things like that, um, that are outside of that forestry yep. only, you know, shell. Even, I mean, HVAC is a huge problem. Like a lot of my really good friends own HVAC companies. They cannot find employees. I mean, it's just that there is nobody there. And if they are, they're still in school or there's nobody trained, um, especially residential. So, you know, I'm just thinking like outside the box, right? I mean, I just think this is such a brilliant idea that you have. I mean, it just, it seems like there should be like one of you in every state, <laughs> probably one of you in every county. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, uh, this Discovery Channel sees yep. me one day and decides that we need to put me on. Uh, but but really, really, I, I think this is something that all 50 states could benefit from. Yep. And, you know, where that goes in the future, I don't know. But I think it's an important uh, thing to show these kids that the, the typical jobs that they've seen throughout their lives are not the only jobs. Yeah. And by the way, Blake, um, you make more as a teacher than you will on Discovery Channel. So uh, make sure you realize that before you get into it. If it's a summer gig, good, but don't quit your day job because you make more money there than you do on television. And I can promise you that one. I've got way too many friends that are on Discovery Channel that uh, they actually quit doing yeah, it because they can make better job, like, money you're doing their regular your regular job. So don't so. think about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Your benefits are way too good over there. <laughs> well, Blake, man, this is great. Thanks for coming on today. We really appreciate you coming on here. And uh, you guys in Sweet Home down there are doing it right. And uh, great job teaching these kids. And uh, is there anything we didn't touch that you'd like no, to mention um, today that you I got think coming up? I'm, I'm pretty excited for the next episode uh, with Pacific Power that's, that's coming out. And uh, I think, you know, as far as the future goes, you know, keep supporting your local high schools, but be involved. I think more than anything, uh, that's something that that we're not seeing enough of from people that believe in what I believe in is, you know, they tend to not get involved until they have to get involved. Well, I think we're at that point. I think people need to know that, that they have to get involved with their high schools so that programs like mine, like the auto shop, you know, like the wood shop you're talking about, um, they need to be in the schools. And so being involved with that, I think, uh, would be helpful. Perfect. And Blake, they can find you over, uh, just basically go to YouTube and go manly jobs, right? And it pops right up. Yeah. M-A-N-L-E-Y. Make sure you, you spell the name, right? You got it. <laughs> Which of course is your last name. Great job That's on the right. branding, by the way. Yeah, they can't complain. Uh, it's, it's a perfect brand. What, what can I say? It's awesome, man. Thanks for coming on today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Caroline, appreciate you. For more information on Around the House, head to AroundTheHouseOnline.com. I'm Eric G. And I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around, Around the, the House. House.
We have some exciting news about the Around the House podcast. Do you want to be an Around the House insider? Our premium membership gives you early access to the weekend podcast, exclusive access to our back catalog of shows, special email access to me, Eric G., with your own home improvement questions with a priority email address, plus exclusive new shows and extended content. Click down into the podcast show notes for the link to the Around the House insider membership for less than the price of a beer at happy hour. Join me for this limited amount of exclusive members. And thanks for listening to Around the House.